Hello! Welcome to Friday Night Insights, Season 1, Episode 16, Black Eyes and Broken Hearts. Uh, I'm Sam. I'm joined with Mackenzie, who is very cold-looking, but what do you do? I cut my fingertips off. What? (laughs) By using mandolins. Oh my gosh, did you really? I mean, not fully off, but there are two cuts on my fingertips. Uh, the middle, my middle finger, the fingernail got cut off. What were you mandolining? Did not break any skin, shallots, and garlic. Do you have like a block or something that what? you can no. put oh, behind a guard? it? Yeah. I don't know. You should maybe get so one no, of those because, like, mandolins are the most dangerous. Here's the thing: they come with like those things that you use to put on the things, uh huh, so that your fingers don't have to be there. Yeah. And I didn't use it. Yeah, you should use that. <laughs> so that was a factor. Another factor was mandolining small things. Like, it's easier, like, I can do it with a potato without maiming myself. I cannot do garlic without maiming myself. Well, it's a learning experience. Just don't Um, do that again. So, look. There's one of them. Ow. No. There's another one. Oh, they're so small, but so painful. Was that just today? That was yesterday. Yikes. And then this nail got cut off. No good. It was fun. So, so before but I we, made, yeah, a, I made a chili crisp. Um, if you watch any Bon Appetit, you know that they're always friggin' talking about chili crisp. I needed to know what it was all about, so I, I made guess it. I don't watch Bon Appetit. Yeah, you know nothing. Uh, <laughs> and so I made it, and I also made homemade home homemade homemade dumplings. Homemade. And put it on top of my homemade dumplings. Yummy. I did nothing that was outside of the kitchen yesterday. Um, you lost really bad at Catan and then got yeah, very you're a angry. Bully. <laughs> you bullied me so hard. No, I didn't even bully you. I tried winning and I was successful two of the three times. Here's the thing. I wouldn't have hung up if it weren't for the rude jingle. It was the jingle that just really put me over. You don't want me to sing about how much I'm winning in the future? You weren't even winning that much at that point. I know. But then after I hung up, <laughs> you enlisted Vanessa to help you bully I didn't me. even enlist her. She just started doing it. it I didn't even ask her like, to beat down on you. It, it was rough. Like, literally every robber <laughs> came to me. I had, like, four cards at one point, and then we got, like, well, so fucking Sam <laughs> got, he rolled a seven. Stole from me, and then he moved a ro- mo- like played a knight and moved the robber onto me again. And stole it from was, you again, guys. Yeah, it's, here's the bully. thing about trying to win: you have to do things like that if you want to win. And you've proven to me um, that you were dangerous. I was dangerous. I see. Like, okay, here's the other thing: I also made some missteps mm-hmm. and would have won if it weren't for those missteps. Mm-hmm. Like, had I focused on development cards rather than road building, mm-hmm. I would have won. Maybe I would have gotten, next time. I would have gotten largest army. I would have won. I'm mad about it. Now you also, know. the last, like, 30 minutes of that game, I was so angry. Uh, you, were, <laughs> every, you were a very frustrated person last every night. Every time you friggin' robbed me. It robbed me of... A small amount of joy as well. <laughs> You're welcome. So uh, you are so so welcome. So that's where we're at. Um, we watched an episode of Friday Night Lights, and now I think we should talk about it. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I suppose this episode is called Black Eyes and Broken Hearts. Uh, racial tensions are at an all-time high as the black players on the Panthers won't play unless Mac is fired for his comments. What do you think's going to happen? <laughs> well, so this time I based my prediction on the title rather than the... the you keep changing boy. the rules. Yeah. It's fine. Um, 
fist fights at Dylan High, Lila and Street breakup, question mark? Not sure who else's heart would be broken. I'm actually still not sure about the broken hearts part. Um, it might be the, I, I don't know. Is it just the Matt and Julie stuff throughout? Because there's not, be. like, a resolution until the end. But, like, there was not an emphasis on broken hearts in this episode. So I'm not really sure why that's part of the title. Other I have than, no idea. like, just alliteration. I also like I alliteration. I think it was so just I alliteration. Don't blame them. Uh-huh. All right, well then. Yeah, we're going to go with them. it was just alliteration. So yeah. um, we start out with Smash being interviewed. And he says that he wants Mac fired. Wow. What a scene. I mean, it's what... I think he listened to our podcast. I do think that he listened to our podcast. I don't know how else he could have had such a churn, change, churn, changing of heart. Yeah. No, so that's probably the on, only answer there. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much, Smash Williams, for listening to our podcast. Tune in next week also for... Yeah, if you ever want to... Join us, Smash. Just yeah, you're welcome know. to. You are welcome to. I wonder if any of the other players listen. Probably all of them. Probably Let's all of them. Let's be real. It's weird that they don't talk about us in the same way that they talk about their radio friends. Yeah, you're right. It is weird. So it's a big re- media circus, and Smash doesn't seem to really know what he wants for a lot of that, and then he's just like, yeah, I guess I want him fired. That's yeah. a start. Yeah, I I do think that there's a lot of this episode where it feels like he's... Which, it makes sense, because he is sort of figuring out what is required of him in that situation, what he wants out of it. Like, it was I all think he fast. just wants an apology from someone that he thought was his friend and who he was betrayed by. Which... Which we'll see. Um, we'll who see. knows? Nobody knows. Nobody Not knows. Us. Uh, we go to a coach meeting. Did anything There's happen in the coach meeting? <laughs> um, I didn't write anything from the coach meeting. Nothing um, happened in the coach meeting. I know that Mac was mad about the coach meeting because secret meetings. Yeah, that's he later talks about how he doesn't like these secret meetings. And there are just a lot of meetings in this beginning of the episode. Many meetings. Many meetings. Um. Yeah. There. There's a lot of football in this episode. They yeah. then cut to practice and running and yelling is abound. Yeah, it's all of the white players and um the people who hadn't walked off, and it isn't going well. And they had pulled in JV players, but Tim yeah. is mad because they suck because they're JV players. Well, and they're. I think that they're also trying to get some of their second string up to a point where they could win a game yeah and it's just not going well and tim is mad about it so coach makes all of those jv or second string players follow tim around which is kind of funny because tim (laughs) doesn't like it but it's it's another like hey hey Riggs, you should coach i mean let's be real he's gonna be be a good coach um my vote for Tim is to not move to Waco, but instead to become a coach. Spoilers. Spoiler alert for Waco. Tim Riggins moves to Waco and then is there 20 years earlier. It's crazy. Time travel. Okay. Oh, I understand now. <laughs> He's in the TV show Waco. He doesn't actually move to Waco Correct. in Friday Night yeah. Lights. I thought that's what the tweet that you liked implied. Yeah. Yeah. That's the tweet that I liked that I just stole from for this. Um, Hi, guys. My name is Mackenzie, and I'm sometimes stupid. You need to have balance in life, so. Uh huh. You know. Okay. I think so everyone deserves get... a little bit of stupidity. Yeah. Well, I I think I'm taking up more than my fair share, but it's fine. Um, then we got to Tammy talking to Julie about her friendship with Tyra, which, let's be real, Tammy's saying the same things that I've been saying for the past two episodes. Yeah. They confront her about their relationship, like Coach and Tammy. Coach Eric Taylor and Tammy Taylor 
um, guidance counselor slash wife slash friend um, <laughs> confront Julie about that and said some like ivory tower type stuff and Julie wasn't happy but like it's a tricky thing when your kids um, start hanging out with people that are um, like Tyra I guess in that here's the thing who parenting is hard parenting is hard who you hang out with like matters more than pretty much anything it matters a lot if you were Julie how would you like to be talked to by your parents in that situation. Well, I think Julie doesn't want to be talked to her. I know, but if you were Julie in that situation, what could they have done better to make poor little Julie feel a little better and understand this? So here's the thing. Tammy needed to cool it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, wait, this isn't the the section that I said to... I mean, she did need to cool it. She was being a little too blamey mm-hmm. like I think it would have been best if it were approached in like a we're concerned way we want to get to know Tyra better way it was just we're a concerned too about the correlation like yeah. cause you know guys if you ever took middle school slash high school math I don't know when you will know that correlation does not equal causation what what does it equal? Nothing. Correlation doesn't exist. <laughs> Correlation <laughs> is a conspiracy. Oh. Um, but like, oh, she was just really angry. And also just Julie's really angry. And so yeah. I'm not sure that anything that they would have said or done would have been the right thing for her because she would have taken everything as being the wrong thing. Yeah. She was a little angsty. Is a little angsty. What do you think about the people who say angst? There are people who say that? Yeah. I need them to come talk to me. You just just want to have a conversation? Yeah. You just want to talk to them about it. Tammy is talking to Street in her office about missing school for nationals, the qualifiers, and... My favorite part of this was when she was like, it seems like you're putting all of your eggs in this one basket. And he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. I'm putting every egg in that basket. Every single he was one. He so stoked about it, too. Like, <laughs> he's so proud. No shame. Biggest smile on his face. Yeah. Yep. All my I eggs in this one basket. Every Love it. single egg. Not uh, one of them's missing from the basket. So uh, he's got a goal. Um, Look. Let's, it's good to have it's good. goals. It's good to have goals. It's you, not great to put all of your eggs in one maybe basket. Maybe he should keep one egg in a different basket. Yeah, like one or two would probably be good. I think he needs just one not in the basket. Where does that egg go? Uh, I in would trust Tammy to take care of that egg. That's fair. I would trust Tammy with a lot Yeah, I think things. that he should have just hand... <laughs> Tammy. I would trust both Tammy, the wife, friend, and counselor. Oh, man, they scare me. almost everything in my life. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. I, it would be nice if we could all just have our own personal Tammy. I'm your Tammy, except yeah. the wife part. Yeah. And the, ca- and well, the no. guidance counselor. No, I'm your guidance counselor. I think that realtor does it. not count as guidance counselor ah disagree okay what happens next um then we get (laughs) oh this is a good scene (laughs) i really like this i like landry a lot Um, landry is maybe my favorite character he's so funny um they walk into the cafeteria and approach tyra's table him and matt and tyra just looks at it and is like is that what i think it is (laughs) But earlier, <laughs> earlier before they get there, Landry says to Matt, nothing says I'm sorry like a mix CD. <laughs> but I'm a little worried about that Bob Dylan. <laughs> and then I don't think I caught that part. Yeah, it was so funny. And then Tyra says it's really dumb. <laughs> and, and then Landry turns to Matt and says, I told you that wasn't going to work. <laughs> and then Tyra, like, then... 
Landry introduces himself to Tyra and her face when he introduced himself was priceless. Ugh. It was a very good face and I kind of ship it. I think that that is a fun ship to ship. It would be a good time. Yeah. Maybe a very bad time. Their relationship like... is fun in this episode and I like it and I like what it can set up. Um, Tyra says it's dumb and then they the boys leave and Julie comes over and Tyra... What are you talking to Matt about? Yeah, like, nothing. Your mom. It's weird then, how much they say your mom in this show. I know. It's like every third line is your mom. Yeah. <laughs> Tim is drilling the JV guys on like how to football, and they're in they're in a bread line, line to get lunch. And then, um, he makes the the JVs put their bread down. And one of them had brought his own lunch. And it was a brown bag lunch, and he like put it there. It was a silly, funny scene. Um, and then when he leaves, he calls Smash a quitter, which was unnecessary. Yeah, look, Riggins, I don't love that look for you. Yeah, what look do you love from Riggins? Shirtless. Mac talks to Eric about not liking secret meetings. Eric says. He didn't look like he believed his own apology. Eric threatens Terminator. He didn't believe his own apology is the thing. Yeah, he he obviously didn't believe it. And that's the problem is you can't give like a fake apology on public media and expect people to think that that's a real apology. And if you're a coach of someone and you say something like that and you actually mean it, you have to go talk to the people that you wronged. And he Correct. never did that at this point. Um so Had why he not tried? I thought that there was a moment in last episode where he tried. There was a moment in last episode where uh, Smash comes and tries to talk to him to understand oh, what was yeah, going yeah, yeah. on. Okay. And no, then right. he just completely freaks out and leaves, which is what motivated Smash's turn. <sighs> yeah. Then yeah. Mac leaves. Yeah. That sounded like a yeah that Vanessa does. I don't know what that means. Just sounded like Vanessa there. Yeah. So, um, oh, Landry tells Matt the that boys. the mixtape was a lame idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, it was literally your idea, dude. It was so dumb. <laughs> he goes, you know, Tyra and I were just trying to explain to you. Yeah, well, Tyra wouldn't even have a conversation with you. <laughs> and then... He goes, stranger things have happened. I think he was like, stranger things won't happen. And I wrote, stranger things has now happened. Means, yeah, exactly. TV. That's how actually where they got the idea for stranger things. Yeah, was it was literally this. just this episode. Yeah. Um, God, they're creative. Coming so, up with all of that based on this line. Yeah, it's, it's the strongest improv ever. Give me uh, two <laughs> words. Stranger things. Here we go. <laughs> Let's do it. That'd be um, a fun premise, like starting a TV show just off of pulling some words out of a hat. Just do it. Let's do it. Uh, they are trying to buy a gift for Julie, and it's like, no, th is this diamonds or gold? And it's like, I think <laughs> it's diamonds. like, I think it's diamonds. So he pulls Three out girls this, in like, a hot tub is diamonds. Flashy, flashy like engagement ring. Engagement ring. And they're like... How much is this? It's $995. I have 50 bucks. Uh, so they find um, her birthstone and get like a necklace, I think a it was. A pendant, yeah. Yeah. A little amethyst pendant. With all of his money. With all of his money. It's a very I, nice like, toy. Boys listening, don't spend all of your money on a girl. Unless you're 15, then what else would you spend it on? <laughs> <laughs> this is like it's less dramatic because he's 15 and what bills does he have to pay? Um, then, and like he doesn't drive so he's not getting gas. Yeah. But still just don't do it. It's all his Alamo freeze money. We get more secret meetings now. Well, first Landry talks about blood diamonds. Landry oh. is the king of just saying random lines that no one's actually paying attention to <laughs> during transitions. I noticed that and I almost wrote something about it, but then I, it's, 
I he love is, Landry so much. We stand a woke king. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Landry is our king. Uh-huh. I love him. Buddy talks to Mac at school. Um, and then In another secret meeting. Yeah. Oh wait, no, this is this is him right, going pre-er, to the secret. Previously. Previously? Previously. Um, um he's he like, Whatever Eric, happens, it's it's gonna work out. Yeah. But then he tells Eric he needs to fire Matt. <laughs> yeah, Says he like, knows he's not a racist. This is media crap. So, people have been mad at the media for a long time. Guess what? Here we are. We're not going away. We're the media now in this situation. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're the Friday Night Insights <laughs> media. I mean, you're right. Uh-huh. I wonder if there are any other currently active Friday Night Lights podcasts. I think they're all done. <laughs> I know it makes no sense for any Friday Night Lights podcast to be currently active. Um, but we're four but weeks fine. in a row now, I think. Yeah, look at us. Look at us go. Oh, we are learning. We are progressing in life. <laughs> Thanks, quarantine. Eric kicks a girl who is good at math out of Tammy's office. <laughs> that was fr- weird. She started, she was like, "I'm well, I'm good at math. And then Eric comes in and is like, get, get out. out. Okay, Eric. Um, but then he's like, okay, I need I need some advice because they want me to fire him. Who did he need some advice from? From um, the guidance counselor. What did the guidance counselor say? For some clear, unbiased advice. She said that it was a fireable offense, yeah. which it was. Um, he didn't I... like that, I don't think. No, so he asked he then for... said, okay, can I talk to my wife? Yeah, what did his wife say? Um, the team is more important to you than Max, so fire him. Ooh, okay. is he there anyone really else like I can talk to? There's She's a friend. like, uh, your friend? Um, uh, okay, I'll, let's hear what the friend has to say. Fire Mac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got some strong advice from all three, and then he's like, I'm scared of all of you. The three, <laughs> the of, three you of you scare me. scare me. It was... That was but a good the first scene. one, like the one where he's like, yeah, that's a fireable offense if you are a, like, just working with children. But he's also a government employee. And at that point, it is even more fireable. And, yep. Um, because, but they well, missed the boat. Is this the scene? Oh, yeah. This is the scene where she said, if you don't fire him, you're condoning what he said. Which, which is, is true. true. Yeah. Like, you gotta there if they were going to not fire him okay they should have fired him last episode but Correct. if i feel like this whole episode is about redemption and i believe in forgiveness and i believe in redemption but you gotta make a bigger effort to do it this, and yes Correct. in the first episode on this there was not any sort of there... responsibility being taken the school needs to find a way to communicate to, you know, nearly half of their team that they are wanted and not just because they help them win the game. Yeah. And they haven't done that. Not at all. And, like, that's not okay. Like, especially if you're not going to fire him. I mean, even if they fire him, they would need to do that. But if you're keeping him on, it's even more important. To make it clear that it is not just about their talent. That they are valued as human beings on the team. Yeah. Oh. And they just didn't do it. Um, I was really disappointing that last episode. The response. And I mean, how they make it wrap up in this episode. I'm like, that's fine. And I guess that you need time to heal. And you also need time to learn. And both of those things needed to happen in it but um yeah it was wrong the way that it went about then we get to smash who is lifting weights in his yard and talking to waverly and waverly is like um they're gonna fire mac because they need you all i don't know anything about football but i know that It was a smart thing. Yeah, okay. She Mac... was probably right. <laughs> she was right. Um, but 
Mac comes to the Taylor's house late at night to talk to Coach. What is with people showing up so late at Coach's house? It's dramatic. It's a trend. I would be so mad if someone showed up at my house after like 8 p.m. Without Uh, warning. Or without pastries. Or without, yeah, like bring me something that will make me okay with you being there. Yeah, I got some donuts the other day. From Bosa? Yeah, I hadn't had donuts for so long. It was stunning. A I want a Bosa buttermilk boy. Oh, they're so good. Um, maybe Dumb. I'll do more of that today. Bring me one, thanks. Nope. Bring me other foods that I like. Then Mac comes to Taylor's. Oh, I said those things. He tells a story about his dad. Uh, Mac does about how. Do you remember the exact story? Oh no. It was Basically a story, a story about his daddy being racist. About his daddy being racist and his mom having to kind of pull back his dad from doing something regretful, regrettable, regrettable, regrettable full. And um, he says that he's not a racist, but these things they'll they'll they just see, seep into see, you. They seep in. And it's true, and he needed to be called out on that because it's possible that Mac was a good man who didn't understand that the world had changed. Um, I think it would be confusing that he would still have those views and not be called out upon him, but it was a very homogenous place um, in terms of views. And I understand it a little bit but the anger the denial that he had last episode makes me think he wanted to be right and wasn't willing to learn and then it's like he needed the time and the thought of um, being fired to kind of motivate him to thinking about change but it it does kind of make me think it was a legitimate turn with how he taught made that conversation Everything in this episode made it feel very legitimate. It it felt like he has genuinely had his eyes opened. Yeah. To. But the thing that makes me think that he hasn't is he still hasn't done a public real life apology. If he had gone on TV or on the radio and told that story and said, I didn't know what I was saying, how offensive what I was saying was. Since I've seen how much I've hurt people, I've learned more about the situation. I understand more how wrong I was. And I'm very sorry about that. Well, so does it have to be a public on TV situation or can it be to all of the boys on the team who walked out? It needs to be to the boys on the team first and then a public thing because he is in a very public facing job. Yeah, I I think if it weren't a government position, it wouldn't be as important to have that public component well even but... if if like it wasn't a government thing if he was a coach for a professional football team and he said something like that like i mean you would never be able to get away with it but assuming that they followed everything the exact same he needs to yeah you have to be public with it because you're representing this franchise and down there football I don't... is so much bigger so than... yeah so i th- i think that in order for like character redemption, it's not necessary for a public apology. For redemption for the team, I think public apology is necessary because of PR. Yeah. And so, like, but yes, also, it's necessary because of how big football is in the state, how much they rely on revenue. But, but really, what matters like, is making sure that those kids know. Exactly. And so they needed to talk to them first. But I do yeah. think that he needs to go out and do something more public because. If you really make a change with that, you need to, like, it's almost a responsibility to be like, hey, guys who thought that I was on their side about this, I'm not. Like, it's not okay to do this. And there has to be some public, uh, like, taking of responsibility, in my opinion, in this whole situation. Because the first one was so half-assed. It was not a real apology that first time. And that's what everyone is thinking. And so they're still seeing that this is, like... Um, yeah, that it's they're agreeing with it, and it's. I think that it would need to be a public thing, and I 
don't think that they do it next episode. I I think they just drop everything now. But um, that's what I would have wanted if I was Coach Taylor. Well, yeah, I don't understand why Coach Taylor wouldn't demand it. I don't know. There like, are sometimes there are a coach... lot of things that Coach Taylor did and said in this episode that I scratched my head up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it but. was still it was a tender moment. Um, I I have a hard time forgiving people sometimes. I think everyone does. But I really think that the world needs to be open to that and to take people at face value when they say those things. Um, but at the same time, it needs to be backed up with yeah. actions. And and that's what I'm waiting for. Like, I mean, I can't decide if I've forgiven him because there hasn't been a chance for him to. I mean, he there's been one thing that like, yeah, he did have an opportunity and he did back it like he backed mm-hmm what he'd said and And that's why it like that was just a start um and so i would love to see that trend continue yeah we'll see we'll see um Um, then he hands in a letter of resignation to coach and uh leaves and uh, i'm just so frustrated with coach but whatever then the next scene coach is talking to the media and says mac is staying on as offensive offensive coordinator and that's that. Um, and then we get Riggins in the hallway. Telling walking Smash, with Smash. Walking with Smash. Tell, and telling him that the team needs him. And Calls Smash him responds, this team needs all of us. Not just me. And why don't you lead? And then goes on to say, you're white. It means you were born, born to lead. He needed to say it like yeah. if because everyone needs to if you're going to be part of a team, you have to show that you're part of a team and that yeah. you respect everyone on that team. And um, no one has really defended yeah. these black players at this point. It's really disappointing. I, I don't see. I think I would have a much harder time than Smash does coming back later if yeah. Smash were to come back. Um then Lila we don't and know that that happens. are at his house finishing packing. And Herc picks him up. And then Herc says a fun thing. He says, gotta make like Tom and Cruz. <laughs> that made no sense. Yeah. He says make like Tom and Cruz. But the he said it enough at-y that he, the captions said time. Oh. Yeah. I didn't catch that then. Because of the captions saying time. Yeah. Oh, it captions. was a Tom Cruise joke. Yeah, no, I get that now. The captions ruined everything. Sometimes I should work Caption for Caption Max, Max, Max to be uh-huh. better. Yeah. To, gotta go to CaptionMax.com. The worst captions I've ever seen are the auto-generated ones for Survivor on Amazon. It's just atrociously bad. Why are they, they auto-generated? I don't know, because they Rude. can't afford Caption Max. <sighs> Does that mean I'll make loads of money at Caption Max? Loads. Loads, $8,000 per word. Then oh my gosh, amazing. Tyra is driving Julie around, asks if they can go to the strip club because her sister owes her cash. What do you think that Julie should have said in that situation? I feel like a no would not happen ever in that situation. I feel like she should have gone but waited in the car. Yeah, that's a good compromise. That's a good compromise. That's a good compromise. She doesn't Miss do that. Julie um, Taylor. They go into the the green room, I guess, of the strip club, the landing, the the eagles the landing, landing strip. strip or whatever. Yeah, the landing strip. And which then, I don't like that name. Yeah. I hate that name a lot. Uh huh. For a strip club, <laughs> so it's upsetting. They are in the green room, and then um, she gets Landry a call from calls Landry, and she's like, "It's got to be Matt." So she calls, or she she answers. Well, the Tyra call. first says, "You have to wait for the fifth call." And she's like, "Well, I do like him." <laughs> Did what? you ever buy into those like weird dating rules? No, I've I don't think I've ever. I've always thought that they were really stupid. Mm-hmm. Just if you like someone, don't try and hide it. 
I feel like I thought the don't call or text for a few days thing made sense, but I thought it was just because they didn't want me to seem needy, and I always have thought that I was too needy, so I was like, that makes sense. I should just do that. But then eventually I totally gave up because it's silly and dumb. It It's so silly because when you're on the other side of it, you're just like sitting around. You're like, why aren't they responding? This is yeah. like, especially now, like maybe when cell phones were first starting to be more relevant and used, it was more passable. Maybe. But now like if someone takes more than like 10 hours to respond to a text, they are doing they're it on dead. purpose. <laughs> they're doing it on, they're either dead or they're doing it on purpose. I have like 40 messages that I haven't responded to and it's because I'm dead inside. So you are correct. Yeah. I don't know. I've never, I've never done it. It seems um, silly. So she answers the phone call and Matt says he needs to talk to her in person and he overhears baby oil things. And, and it's asks, like, where are you? Yeah. And, and she's she like, I'm at them. the landing strip, the Eagles and landing strip. And then he is like, I'll be there. And then Landry and him go there. And Landry is funny with how he reacts to um, to hearing about the strip club. They walk and then, in. He's like, you have to act, like, look him in the eyes, not in the boobs. <laughs> and then he's the one that's like paying more attention than anyone. It's, he's very funny. Then we have a little intermediate scene where Smash's mom says that this Mac mess needs to be done and that he is sacrificing his future to stand up for... Um, this cause which like maybe he is in that case and maybe he should back off but it's like hard to be um, it's not a fair position for them to be in um, because they shouldn't have to give up and risk you know scholarships possibly like it's not something that they should have to risk and the school should have stepped in and made it a thing that they didn't have to I would be very mad at the school if I was his mom. The school is putting them in that position and it's not fair. Yeah. Yeah. Because they also shouldn't be expected to just sit there and let one of their coaches say these things. Exactly. Um, And so. All in all, I think that those players handled it well by walking off until someone responded because it forced um, some sort of situation or for for them to at least recognize, yeah. no, we're serious about this. Yeah, we're not gonna I, I be think practice. had they not done that, there wouldn't have been any sort of, I don't think we would have seen any sort of change of heart from Mac. Right. I, like, it would have happened. There would have been tensions lingering. It would have not been good. To be yeah. fair, we're maybe still not in a great position for the team. We'll see. But hopefully in a better position than they would have been if, it had just been ignored. Yeah. Um, um, but then we then go back to the landing strip, the Eagles the, landing. The Eagles landing strip. And then Landry asks to buy a drink for Tyra. And then she's like, get out of here. And so he goes into the actual strip club. Asks and, if they want nachos. Uh, they're, they're $2. Landry. And then um, Julie and Matt are talking to each other. And she's like, I don't want to do this here. It's gross. And depressing. (laughs) Depressing. And then um, Landry is ogling a lady. And then someone comes up and is like, hey, have I ever seen you in here? He's like, maybe. He's like, can I see an ID? I'm an officer. Yeah, I'm an agent. Yeah. And then all of those kids get arrested and sent to jail. Would they arrest people for being in a strip, like for minors for being in a strip club? Like, yeah. my if understanding is they would just throw them out. If they're bored enough, they'll arrest them. And a lot of cops are bored enough. I suppose, especially in like small town Dillon, Texas. Yep. Albuquerque has bigger problems. So they Albuquerque don't... has many problems. Correct. But so not pull burritos. They have no burrito problems. No burrito problem, no chili problem, no nugget problem. None of those are problems. Just car theft and homicide. Mm. Yeah, just the good ones. A lot of meth. Just... Uh, 
Landry, the jail, and then everyone but Julie gets picked up and bailed out. And then they're like, no, you have to stay in here. You didn't get picked up. And then her parents are in the parking lot letting her live with it. For a minute. Mm-hmm. And Coach is like, shouldn't, like, all the other parents have picked up their perps. Shouldn't we pick up our perp? <laughs> she's like, I, I'd like our perp to think about, sit and think for a minute about what she's doing in there. And then they get home and Tammy's Which is just a good parenting real decision. correct. But then Tammy just, like, flies off the lid at home. She says she's no longer going to be hanging out with Tyra Collette. And she's grounded for starters. Coach doesn't say much. Yeah, he says, we're glad you're safe. Which, to all the parents out there, if we have any people who are parents listening to this. (laughs) Do that. When your kid's in trouble, first and foremost, they should know that you ultimately care about their safety. That you're part of this group still, and and they It's not a me versus you situation. Yeah. Because teenagers often immediately jump to, this is me versus them. Yeah. So be a good parent, but Tammy, I'm talking to you, Steve. <laughs> I think what? we have what I think that someone named Steve listens to this sometimes, and I think Is he, he has children. I How think do you it know? might be because we follow each other on Twitter. I don't yeah, know. Steve. Say any other name. It, isn't it fun to just have random names called out? Yeah, you're right. If anyone listening is named. Um, Mike. Mike. Be a better parent, Mike. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Step up. Then we cut to some emotions and um, Explosions in the Sky is playing and it's immediately gives me goosebumps. And then all of the um, players who have done the... I goosebumps at that scene too. Yeah, that song is so good. And also the scene made sense with it. And just all of it came together very well. It was a good choice for me. And um, all of the players who had done the walk-off walk back on to get on the bus. Walk on. Walk on. Walk on, dude. Well, and then there was, like, the moment where he's like, any more room on this bus, coach? And it was just emotional. Yeah. It was like, we're we're back. Um, we are back. And Mac tries to say something to Smash, and Smash cuts him off and says, I'm here, but that don't change a thing. I know who you are. Um, yeah. Which, he's, I'm good for him. Yeah, he's standing up for himself. Um, um, takes some guts to talk to uh, a teacher like that. Yeah. But I'm glad he did. Okay. Um, Football. Then we football. At the playoff game, the Cardinals start off strong. Smash scores. Cardinals tie it up. Pass interference, but it doesn't get called. Panthers can't seem to get a break tonight. Smash gets face masked. It is also not called. These refs! Dylan is up by four. Smash is amazing and scores. Then there's a late hit. Also not called. Cardinal is trying to get into Smash's head. Someone's up there just talking to him. And there is actually a thing in... um hockey years ago i've never been like a big hockey thing but i really liked that this existed there are players that would just go on and try to bully the best scorer on the other team they would just like talk dirty it makes talk smack sense to them the whole that time. you like that i think it's hilarious but then there's as a result of that there is another player that would just come in to um destroy bully bully? that person and every time that they get close to him just like physically fight them and then that physical fight would motivate them to not talk smack to the person who is supposed to be scoring a lot hockey is wild it's a crazy crazy thing there was this podcast um that i listened to about this one guy who was one of those guys and he got voted to be an all-star and the league completely like fought it and basically got him fired and transferred up to like a small triple a team in canada um, because he was voted as an all-star because they didn't like that thing. It's wild. It's a wild thing. So that's kind of what this reminded me of is this one Cardinal sees smashes kind of messing with them and he's just trying to get in his head and provoke something. So it works. And then Riggins just demolishes that guy and starts a fight 
and well, so it was after fighting. he's tackled in the end zone. Which is that a thing that people that was the late do? Hit. No, that was the late hit. It's an illegal thing, and it should have been called. So so far, they showed three different instances where um, basically the Cardinals were manhandling the Panthers and doing illegal things, and the refs didn't care at all. And so that built it up, and then... Well, and it really is probably stemming from the fact that they didn't expect to have that amount. Like, it probably was a last-ditch effort to try and To try to win. win. To try to get in their Because they heads. were not expecting to have smash. a full team. They weren't <laughs> exactly. expecting Smash to be there. They didn't expect the Panthers to be up to what the, the level that they normally exactly. are. Exactly. And it was like a last half, effort. a quarter of their team was gone and they thought um, that was what's going to happen. This um, is not what I expected out of the black eyes part. I did not yeah. think it would be an on-field 50-man brawl. Yeah, everyone's fighting. All the coaches You see like a line of coaches storming in. That was like I got kind of got goosebumps there. Freaking It was powerful. It's powerful. Music and man, I really miss sports. And then um they have you watched marble racing videos no maybe consider it i've been watching there's been this documentary series on michael jordan's last run with the bulls that i've been watching and that's coming on who's on michael sunday jordan? nights he plays basketball and he ruined my childhood so in 1998 <laughs> um there was a team called the utah jazz and no longer there was exists you may not also know a team them called the Chicago Bulls and the Chicago Bulls had a player called Michael Jordan and little seven-year-old Sam said I don't like you because you're making me feel bad by making my team that I do like lose however in that season I won my first thing ever because I was at a grocery store and they had people guess the score of one of the games and I got closest of anyone Oh for guessing gosh. a score and i won a watermelon was it um, <laughs> it was very good yeah we ate a lot of watermelon that summer my mother and i um we were probably doing a full a full melon a week and I love watermelon. by, by yeah. the end of the summer we were both allergic to watermelon <laughs> it was weird and then for years i was it? like very much allergic to watermelon i it's fine-ish now that's bizarre rude allergies are watermelon weird. yeah allergies are really weird but I remember there was one time I tried it in like junior high and um, yeah, I had to take a lot of Benadryl. It was not a good experience. Wild. So the Cardinals coach gets really mad after um, some official is like, yeah, we're calling this game because there's no way that they're going to be able to keep playing. And they had Which been through three quarters already. True. And so Dylan wins because they were ahead at that point. And so Cardinals coach is pissed. Cardinals fans also pissed um coach eric taylor goes into the locker room yells at everyone says they win but not to celebrate they go straight to the bus in uniform and are pelted with trash walking there by everyone through the stands it's trash and popcorn and drinks and just people abused by these people people are mean people are mean um they're driving here's some sirens Bus gets pulled over by a officer. Mm-hmm. Coach steps out, which I'm pretty sure the driver is supposed to step out normally in those situations. Like, I don't think they want coach. I think they want they want the person driving. Typically, I know nothing. I don't know. Um, and then they ask for smash. And Max says they need a warrant. Yeah, Max and says come back with a warrant, and the cops and are like, "We'll go get one." And he's like, "You go do that. We'll be here all night." We got plenty of time. And then they're like, we'll get you next year, coach. Yeah, what does that even mean? These people, this town, this city is just abusing the law and being, oh, man. I, I'm butts? not going to say, oh, man. They're being butts. They're being butts. They're being For huge butts. Sure. But it gives Mac a time to stand up, which he does, and that's nice and smash sees it and um recognizes it so they get home to cheering fans and smash asks mac what happened with the cops and he says they made a mistake son just like i did people make mistakes let them own it mistakes mothers 
fathers. Terrible mistakes. Wizards can be right. No, witches. Witches can be right. Giants can be good. Wizards you decide can't what's right. be right. Well, I did a poll, and it seems like people do think wizards can be right. I disagree. Okay, but do you think witches can be right? Yeah. Okay. You decide what's good. Just remember, someone is on your side, and Thanks. someone else is not. Is it you? I'm not on your side, correct. And then um, Matt talks to Julie, gives her the jewelry. He jewels Julie. Uh, but also, she was like, I was worried about you in there. And he was like, uh, you didn't need to worry about me in a fight. I kind of just stand back and yell stuff. <laughs> Matt's a good boy. <laughs> and then he asks good. her to be his girlfriend. It's really cute. And we see more of Julie being the best actress on this show. The She's best. just so genuine and um, is happy to be his girlfriend. And um, then caption Max captioning by. <laughs> yep. So that was episode 16. It was kind of heavy. Yeah. Not as heavy as 15. I don't feel like there was yeah. more happiness. That, there was some resolve within... where last time there was not that resolve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that yeah. is that. So um, thank you all for listening. We have some other segments now that we would love for you to stay tuned in for. Were there any crying corner? Um, that moment where everyone was walking on was the closest to emotion I felt in this episode. That and when the coaches were going to stop the fight, for some reason I got weirdly emotional, but like, I don't know why. Yeah, and I think the first time I watched this, I got pretty emotional when Max stood up for Smash at the end. I feel like there are presents, it's present, um... Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a good, it's a really good episode. All right, we have some questions. Twitter time. Welcome to Twitter time. Welcome to Twitter time. How are we supposed to feel about Mac now? Because I genuinely don't know what they want from me, from Michaela. Um, I feel like they want us to value forgiveness. I feel Which is a like... good thing to value. That is a really good thing to value, but I also don't think you have to forgive him. This is true. And I true. think that it's also it's... fair to expect more from people, um, especially on these kinds of things. I think they're... Uh, I forgive him, but you don't have to. Yeah, I think I'm at the point where I forgive him, but I also expect more out of him. I... Yeah. And I think that's okay. You... And it's also okay to not forgive him. And it's also okay to not know how to feel about him. Yeah. I think that we then, talked about this sort of a lot during the episode. Is like We got through it. We, we... got through it. Oh. Anna asks, pick a cast member to be a guest on the podcast. Well, we know that Smash is listening. So. So, sup, Smash? Tim Riggins? <laughs> <laughs> um, to be completely real, Tammy. Ooh, I do love her. I want Tammy Taylor on this podcast. I wouldn't hate Eric Taylor. Eric Taylor would be fantastic too. I feel but like I, we'd be I would able... want like the character Eric Taylor because of how bad you, you we don't saw want Kyle him. Kyle Chandler. Well, I also want Kyle Chandler, but I also, think it would also be funny for Coach Taylor because of how bad we saw that he yeah. is. Vanessa pointed out that his name is Kyle Chandler, and I'm moving from Chandler to Kyle. Oh my gosh. Crazy. <laughs> Wild. Uh, all of my Are favorite media revolves around Austin. You're technically in Mesa, liar. I'm technically in Mesa, but I go jogging in Chandler, which is like a three minute walk from my place. Fine. So I know it's, we're just up against like six different cities, but it's technically Mesa, but it's, it feels more like Gilbert to me this area i don't know your neighborhood feels like mesa to me really yeah i don't know i feel like the neighborhoods in gilbert and chandler are very much like the cookie cutter subdivision That's situations fair. and mesa is more of a lot of not that it's got trees it's got older houses and stuff so um, maybe that's maybe it's it more tempe-ish like i don't know 
No one it's, knows. It's actually it, it just It feels Mesa. like nothing. It's actually Mesa. But I'm moving from Chandler to Kyle. Just deal with it. Kyle Chandler. I would like Tammy, character of Tammy, on 15 Later's years to talk about everything that happened back then. I think that it would be very interesting for Tammy to talk about her perspective in that time through all of this. Yeah. Or Mac. I mean, if we could get Mac on to talk about how he's grown over 15 years and see if he does feel any sort of... I feel like that would be some great content. Yeah, that would be... Yeah, the ratings would be great. Yeah, if Mac, the character Mac was on this, I feel like we'd get at least 200 viewers. And at by viewers, I mean listeners. least. Wow, what a great day that would be. Well, so, Mac. That would be so much fun. Mac, Give us we're a call. petitioning you. Then she also says, not really a question, just echoing Michaela, that I'm curious about your guys' feelings towards everyone in the Mac, involved in the Mac scandal regarding its conclusion at the end of the episode. And we've been over that. Okay. Um, Hillary. Also a two-parter. This episode wouldn't play out like this in 2020, but do you think that primetime TV today addresses the nuances of racism as directly as this episode, or is it more colorblind than ever? I think that um, in The Good Place, they gave people a lot of uh, native names and then just treated them like people. And I think that that was a cool thing just to get that representation. Um, have you seen any recent stuff? That, so that was going to be my answer is that I don't know if I feel like I can answer this question because I'm mostly just watching like Netflix and Hulu, like. The also, media that I'm watching hasn't really touched on race. Um, but that's well, also, I, like, I don't watch dramas, and so there's way more of a place for that in dramas than there is in comedy. In terms of, like, primetime network TV, um, what even, uh, what are the big dramas? There's, like, This Is Us. Oh, I guess I um, watch that. Do they ever talk about it? I mean... They kind of have to because they adopted a black son into a white family. So there are some inherent race issues there that they do talk about. Yeah. And they also you... address that, like, the family, there are moments where they address that his family doesn't get it. Like, do they handle it well? As far as I remember, yeah. Like, it may, like, there hasn't been anything quite as big and like demanding I don't like demanding of attention it's been a lot more of like and maybe that's where I, I need to finish a sentence <laughs> but maybe that's where some of the changes is I think that there are possibly fewer like direct big con confrontations about stuff like this but rather more focus on like little everyday injustices I also feel like most of the heavy hitting has gone to um, to Netflix, HBO. Yeah. You know, small those produced things Absolutely. where they are willing to do entire series on that yeah. kind of stuff. Like, uh, what was the one? There, there have been a few. I can't remember the names of them. Um, but that seems to be where it's gone. Yeah. Well, and there's also just a lot more stuff media in general outside of just tv shows that do focus directly on race issues yeah. um like the hate you give was a movie that came out sometime in the past two years i want to say um and that is very much a direct response to race issues yeah um and i mean social media if if you're in the right spaces then it it can be easy to insulate yourself if you're blocking everyone but um there's a lot of talk about that some i guess could argue um over talking in some ways i wouldn't argue that i think it's really important but i don't know um it, it a lot of the conversation has become twitter based and tumblr based and basically just those two um but that happens a lot i don't know in terms of big budget 
network dramas. I also just don't watch big budget network dramas. And it seems like so many of them are just like serialized stuff. Yeah. I mean, another one that I've been watching is A Million Little Things. And I don't think that that has gone into any sort of race issues at all. Yeah. Unless I'm forgetting about it. But. Yeah. They're more about like mental health awareness. Do you think there should be more? Because art is where we put push forward hard things um how if you do you think there needs to be more yet one and how would you want it addressed it also feels weird talking about this as a very white man but yeah like we're both very white i i feel like maybe there's progress but i also don't know and don't have enough experience to answer it as well as i would like to yeah I don't. Well, what do you think? Everyone, um, go let us know what you think about this whole situation. Um, if if we have any um, POC listeners, I'd love to know what you think about this. Um, but I'm curious because I hadn't really thought about that much. But I'm definitely going to keep an eye out more. Yeah. I mean, it's something that we don't, we're not really in a position where we have to think about it. Um and so it's not something I've noticed. Okay. Um, she also had a part two of that, which was who is a better communicator, Tammy or Julie? Um, wow. Tammy. Tammy. Julie I'm... is seems to not get as riled up lately. Yeah. But overall, Tammy. Um, and, I mean, Tammy's an adult. And, like, that's really what it comes down to. Is, yeah. And Tammy's also probably the reason Julie is a good communicator. Yeah. And Julie will continue to get better as she ages, probably. Yeah. No one I knows. sure hope so. Unless um, she turns into Taylor Momsen. <laughs> what do you think the chance of her character going that way is? I don't know. I know, but you need to, like, say it so that we can come back to it later. 35%. Okay, sounds good. And the next segment is Hottie of the Week, who I think there are a few nominees. Um, One is Landry. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) One is Smash. One is Smash. Smash might win two times in a row. Um... Um... Tammy? Mac doesn't get nominated. Tammy is nominated. Tammy, the counselor, the wife, and the friend. Yeah. Does that mean she gets three nominations? No. And then Eric doesn't get nominated. Tyra doesn't get nominated. Julie doesn't get nominated. Matt doesn't get nominated. I think it's Landry or Tammy. And I Or Smash. Or Smash. You're right. Oh, man. Man, dude. Uh, but he won last week, but... Yeah, so that's... Like, I struggle with naming him two weeks in a row, but also during, like, a serious episode. Can you really name... What do you think his arguments are for Hottie of the Week? What do you think Tammy's arguments are? Um, His arguments... He... Friggin' led a movement and didn't let Mac be a bitch he stood his ground he also seems to have embraced at least to some degree forgiveness and redemption yeah which is a good character trait worthy of how he scored in a playoff game he scored in a playoff game twice at least at least twice. And he didn't throw the first punch. He he did he not stayed, throw the He first kept punch. his cool while everyone... Tim Riggins did. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see if he was, like, involved in the fight after. I, I would assume either. so. It but, all um, t- kind of turned chaotic, so... That's the thing, is it's like, who threw the first punch? And the cops were coming saying that um, it was Smash, and that's why they needed Smash, which was complete bogus. But 
I also they have cameras everywhere. Yeah, at, I don't even back then for understand a how they could have thought it it was smashed. Oh, I understand because they're bullying racists. Yeah, like that. it that has to be a race thing. Yeah. Or like it's either a race thing or take out who they believe is the strongest player thing. Something. But Something. probably a little of both. I think Tammy has her time. I'm going to vote Smash. Yeah, I, I think we have to. It's Smash. Congratulations, Smash. Two times in a week. Two weeks in a row. Good job, Smash. Way to go. Is this our first two week in a row? Um, Let's look at our fun little um, boy. Our fun our, little our, boy. I have it right here. Okay. Um, Coach Taylor, Tammy, Tim, Matt. Tyra, Landry, Tim, Julie, Matt, Tim, Landry, Tyra, Herc, Tim, Smat. Yeah. First time two in a row. First time two in a row. That's called the smash. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. May your eyes be clear. Your, your heart's, heart's full. Your heart's full. Don't lose. That's it. That's the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>